Welcome to the Solo Women RV Podcast, where we share stories, tips, and advice from solo women RVers, van lifers, and campers who are making their travel dreams come true. Whether you're just getting started in solo travel or are a seasoned expert, this show is for you. Join us. Just because you're solo doesn't mean you're alone. Here's your host, Kathy Belch. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 71. This week, I'm going to do a solo episode. I guess it's kind of fitting because the topic I want to speak about is loneliness. It's something that I hear a lot of you uh, on the Facebook groups talking about, wondering about, am I going to get lonely in this lifestyle? Isn't being a solo traveler lonely? So I kind of want to address this from a personal point of view. And then also I actually went and I called some of the things that people were talking about in some of the Facebook groups about how they deal with loneliness. So I want to share those with you as well. So let's kind of start right there at the beginning. Talk about loneliness and what is loneliness? And are you gonna get lonely when you're out there traveling by yourself? So the first thing I wanna say is that expect to be lonely. I'm going to say yes, you're probably going to get lonely from time to time out there if you are a solo traveler. And I also want to say that it's okay. You know, when I headed out to travel by myself, I knew that there were going to be challenges. I was anticipating them. I was welcoming them. I wanted to go out and solo travel because I wanted to push myself I wanted to see new things. I wanted to do new things. And I wanted to push myself out of my comfort zone. And part of pushing myself out of my comfort zone is actually experiencing loneliness. So when loneliness creeps in, there are things you can do and things to combat it. And I'm going to talk about all of those uh, because I don't think it's a great place to live to be lonely. But when loneliness comes up as a feeling... One of the things I started to do was look at it. I know this sounds weird, but like welcome it and say, oh yeah, there it is. There I am being lonely. Why is this happening now? I look at my environment. I look at what's going on and I ask myself, okay, here I am. And one of the things I know about loneliness is it is a feeling and feelings pass. And so I asked myself, okay, is this a feeling I'm okay with right now? Can I just sit with this uncomfortableness or do I want to try to do something to alleviate it? And sometimes that is the choice I make. And sometimes I'm just like, okay, here it is. I'm lonely. Let's just have it. Bring it on. You know, let's sit with it. So um, that's kind of the first thing. I just kind of want to get that out there about loneliness is that it is part of solo travel but it's not necessarily a demon, it's, it's okay. Um, and we have the capability to deal with it. We have the capability to sit and be uncomfortable f- from time to time. It's kind of like when you push yourself, you know, probably backing into your site for the first time, you weren't necessarily comfortable with it. It was hard. Uh, you might have needed to try a couple times, get out of your RV, look at where all the obstacles were and get back in and, and back in again. Um, 
And it's kind of the same thing with experiencing new feelings out there on the road. I find that, um, so the more that I'm out there, the more that I travel, the more that I'm able to cope and deal with those lonely feelings, which isn't to say like I'm lonely out there all the time. Like that's not what I'm trying to get at. What I'm trying to say is occasionally from time to time I do get lonely and it's not the end of the world. It's something that I have the opportunity to look at and learn from and grow from. Um, So that's just kind of the first thing I wanted to get out there about loneliness. And I know that for me. So in that process, I learned a couple things about myself. And one of the things that I did learn is that I feel more lonely in places where there are a lot of people around and I'm not making connection than I do when I'm just somewhere all by myself. I think about, especially during COVID times, when, uh, you know, there were times I was working as a campground host in a very crowded campground during COVID. And I felt lonely sometimes because everybody was around me in their little like groups, their little circles. And I was, I was by myself and that was hard sometimes, but there was not the ability to socialize the way I think that we can socialize now that things are opening back up again and you can just go up to people and talk to them and whatnot. Then you couldn't really do that. So, um, that was definitely one of the things I learned about myself is that I feel most lonely in, in, in crowds versus just being by myself, sitting by a stream or going on a hike or taking a bike ride or something like that. Yeah. So that's one thing I learned about myself. And then this might sound really odd, but the other thing I learned about myself looking at my loneliness is that actually certain landscapes make me feel lonelier than others do. So that might sound kind of odd, But I've learned that for me, being by a river or a lake or in the woods, I don't really feel lonely in those places. I feel kind of, I don't know, cozy, especially when I'm around water. Um, I can just sit by the stream or sit by the lake or go wading or take my kayak out or whatever. And that really combats the loneliness. But when I am in a big, open, wide vista, like in the desert landscape or uh, something like that, or when I was like in Moab, you know, so big and open and wide and vast, um, I kind of felt a little lonely in places like that. So that's just something that I learned about myself. And I can now plan my travel around what the the vistas, what the landscape's going to be like to know if it's going to be a place where I'm going to, you know, if I'm not wanting to experience those uncomfortable feelings, then I might choose to go camp by a lake or choose to go camp by a river as opposed to out in the middle of the desert somewhere. Okay. So those are just my first thoughts around loneliness, around accepting it. But I also do want to talk about combating loneliness. I think loneliness as a condition that's temporary is fine, but it's definitely not a place where we want to live. If I were out there and finding myself, you know, feeling lonely weeks on end, that's not healthy. That's not good. 
So what can we do in those moments when we are feeling lonely? So for me, one of the first things that I usually do is call someone, call a friend, especially if I'm in a place where there's cell phone reception. I actually remember the very first time on my very first solo long trip, um, the first time that I felt lonely, I called a friend and I remember specifically who I called because she was somebody who traveled solo internationally a lot for like years at a time. And so I knew that she was a great person to call because I was sure that she had experienced times of loneliness. And sure enough, I called her up and we had a nice chat about it. And that really, really helped a lot. So you can, you can call a friend at the moment when you're starting to feel lonely, or you can, if you, if you know this is something you're going to be perhaps concerned about, schedule regular meetup times, phone dates, as you will, with friends and family so that you can connect with your community when you're not near them. I know some people even have like weekly Zoom or phone happy hours and stuff like that just to to connect up with their friends either individually or with their friend groups. All right, so what are some other things you can do to combat loneliness? One of the big ways that's worked for me is just having a pet. As many of you know, I traveled for many years with my dog, Olive, and always just having her there, it gave me a purpose, it gave me a focus, and it really helped combat my loneliness. Now I travel with a cat, and gosh, she is just something. She's funny, she cracks me up almost every day. She's very lively. So I think just having that kind of companion does a couple things. One, it it gives you a companionship, but also it takes you outside of yourself so that you're not necessarily just focusing on what's going on for you and what are my needs. And when you're taking care of someone else or another being that makes you stop focusing so much on like what's going on inside your brain, the things that are making you not feel comfortable or not feel entertained or whatever, which, which brings up another point. One of the things that's talked about in the Facebook groups that some women have done is to volunteer when you're out on the road, to give back, to find the opportunity to do something for someone else. That's a great way to help cope with the feeling of loneliness, whether it's, it's finding a church or a place that needs help, or maybe you're just going to walk around where you are and pick up garbage, or maybe you're just going to do one of those like pay it forward type moments where you, you know, buy someone lunch where they don't expect it or pay for somebody's groceries or something like that, or just make a donation to something that you see along in your travels. So um, that's one great way to combat loneliness on the road. And the other is things to do, ways that you can meet other people. So there are definitely places to meet up with other travelers, whether it be campgrounds or connecting with folks who maybe you've met in our Solo Women RV Facebook group. You know, maybe there's somebody there that you can connect with, you can post, you can reach out to them in a direct message. The same thing on Instagram. Um, I always recommend if 
there's a meetup happening, a, a gathering, like a van life gathering, an escapees gathering, a girl camper gathering, whatever it is. That's why I try to have a lot of guests on this podcast about different gatherings that are happening. There's the van life pride that's going on right now. I've hosted a couple of meetups. I belong to this great group called Wander Women. And I've met people there. And then we tend to connect up from time to time. If we, are, if we do happen to be in the same place, I remember the very first time that I ended up meeting somebody who I only knew from a Facebook group. And we, we camped together. I think we camped together maybe two nights and then we went our separate ways, but then we stayed in touch. And I actually spent um, a few days with her this past summer and we stay in touch and we're, we're connected. And it's, it's good to have people who are in this lifestyle that you can reach out to whenever you are having the, you know, these feelings, whatever they are, or just a question, or you want to talk about, you know, work on the road or whatever it is, um, to have other people that are in the community that sort of understand this lifestyle. Like maybe you don't want to call your mom. If your mom is like, I don't want you out there. I worry about you, honey, all alone. You know, that might not be the person you want to connect with. Maybe you want to connect with that one friend who is, uh, always tells you how amazing you are and, and how brave you are and how they wish they could be doing what you're doing. And to kind of put it back in perspective, you know, to talk to those people who look at you and are like, wow, you are living my dream, you know, cause you are, a lot of us are living other people's dreams out here. And so to get that perspective of like, take yourself out of yourself and to look in and see, oh yeah, I'm, I got a lot going on here. This is amazing. Another thing I found that helps me beat loneliness is just being active. So I like to hike. I like to walk. I like to ride my bicycle. I like to get in my kayak. I'm just a kinetic person, even driving. Like I'm never lonely when I'm driving. It's usually when I'm sitting somewhere for a few days, that's when the loneliness starts to creep in. So to, to just kind of stay active and like nighttime can be a time when people experience loneliness. So if you know that that is a trigger for you, then to make sure you have a plan for what you're going to do with your evenings when you're out traveling. Are you going to have a craft that you do? Are you going to watch a movie, read a book? You know, maybe that's the time you make the plans to call your friends and family. So just be aware of the times when you know you're going to be lonely and the things that you can do in your life to combat it. So other things that you can do to combat loneliness is meetup.com. If you're in a town where there's like a meetup, check it out and see if there's something going on that might be of interest to you. The whole point of the meetup.com website is for people to meet and connect with one another. So it, there might be a group of people who are, you know, into hiking or just meeting up to watch a ball game or something like that. Just check it out and see if that, that's a, something that you can look into when you are traveling. If you're a churchgoer, check out a local service. Pl maybe plan a trip even around checking out a specific church in a specific part of the country so that, you know, you can 
at least be with other people who share some of your similar values and whatnot as you're traveling. And then likewise, if you are a member of like a 12-step group, going to like an AA meeting or an Al-Anon meeting or something like that is also a great way to make connection and actually be able to like really talk about what's going on with you in a, in a real heart-to-heart way with people who understand your point of view and where you're coming from. But also I would encourage you to just talk to strangers, get out of your comfort zone. Maybe um, if you can go into town, just take yourself to lunch, maybe talk, you just sit at the counter instead of a booth if there's a counter where you can talk to someone, even like go to a, go to a bar and sit at the bar and talk to the bartender. You know, you you don't even have to necessarily drink. It's just a person there that you can talk to. So those are some of the ideas that I came up with. And then I also just want to share some of the things that people talked about in the different Facebook groups that I belong to. So one of them is um, volunteers campground host. Somebody said that, which I thought was funny because that is something that I do. Uh, yeah, if you, if you know you're going to be out there for a long period of time and you want to give back and vol- volunteering as a campground host, I talked about being lonely that first year during COVID when I was volunteering, but I got to tell you, volunteering as a campground host is great because not only do you get to talk to all the travelers coming through, then you also, but you also form a community with the people that you're volunteering with and then the rangers and and all that kind of stuff it's really a wonderful way to make connections and community that you can go back to year after year and stay in contact with like i said attend gatherings uh take a guided tour this is something i haven't done but i think would be really fun like when i was in yellowstone i actually looked into it they were quite expensive though is to take a guided tour of a place to get, not only you'll be in a little tour group with other people that you can connect with, but then you'll also get like an insider, different kind of information about that area and what's going on. Uh, Go on like a ranger-led hike. Those are free, usually. So you can do something like that if you're at a state park or at a national park. And then if you're in town or not at a park, go check out a local museum Uh, an art museum, a zoo, any kind of local attraction. And there are definitely some websites and whatnot out there that can help you find these kinds of things when you're in a town or even just open up your Google Maps and see what's around, you know. I remember one time I I was at this campground on the Oregon coast, a small town, and right in the same park where the campground was, there was this little community festival happening where there was like people selling crafts and there was uh, live music and food vendors and whatnot. And it was just, uh, I just remember that being like one of my favorite experiences traveling solo because it was unexpected. I didn't know what was going on. And just to pull in and, and have that kind of experience where You know, I didn't even really hardly talk to anybody, just a little bit here and there in passing. Just to be in a gathering like that around other people and just, you know, that was one of those instances where I just remember just smiling and thinking to myself, this is why I headed out 
on the road. This is what I want to experience when I'm traveling is just these little gatherings. You know, it was mostly locals. I was the outsider. So that can be a super fun way to just step outside your comfort zone, number one, but number two, to just beat those feelings of loneliness. Another thing to do is join up with other RV groups like Sisters on the Fly, Escape Ease, RVing Women, the Girl Campers, those kinds of things. Um, there's Facebook groups and community groups connected with that as well as meetups. And then there's also virtual meetups. I belong to the Galavan, Joni, who I've had on here as a guest on this podcast, who does van life tours. She has a virtual Facebook meetup every Thursday night for women nomads. So that's a great place to make connection. I've been going to those, even though I'm in at home right now, attending those and meeting people that I'll maybe connect with someday when I am traveling up back out on the road. So here's some other things that came from those Facebook groups. I want to read this one because um, I thought it was cute. Honestly, I would be pretty lonely without my cat. She's the best. But also I find that other campers are generally pretty friendly. And for me, the short conversation here and there is enough. But mostly I give credit to the cat. Sometimes I read, ride my bike, or do a puzzle. I think it would be fun to caravan with other single people. I met with two solo travelers last year, and it was great to travel together a bit. Someone said to give someone in the campground a compliment that starts a conversation. I also find that asking for advice. I remember I was camping recently, and I was planning to head to Glacier, and I saw somebody in the campground who had a t-shirt on of Glacier. I'm like, oh, hey, I'm heading to Glacier. What advice do you have for me about visiting there? So not only did I get great advice, but it also it just sparks a conversation. It just happened to be somebody who Glacier was his favorite place in the entire planet. And so he opened up, and I learned so much, and then um, we just kind of connected here and there throughout the rest of the weekend. It was almost like I knew someone else in the RV park that I could just, you know, just to know you have somebody there that you can smile and nod at when you're walking past their campsite. That sometimes can be enough to make you feel like you're not alone, that you're part of something. This is something that uh, somebody shared. She said a couple of years ago, I was talking to a friend about loneliness and how deep it could get. And she said to me, I don't know how anyone could ever feel lonely with you. You are so fun to be with and so welcoming and so loving and funny and happy. And she said that that just changed her whole perspective about her own company. And she started to think about how she could enjoy her own company more. Someone else said going to coffee shops. That's something I like to do a lot. When I'm traveling, I take my laptop and I take advantage of the Wi-Fi and the coffee and sit and work in a coffee shop, go to a gym, join a club, go rock hunting, bird watching, dog training, painting. Some people say they like to binge on their favorite series when they get lonely. They use DVDs, which you can actually get at libraries. So if you don't have 
strong enough connection to get internet to stream movies that you can go to libraries and get out DVDs. Um, somebody else says, I have a good dog and she's very friendly and that helps me meet people. It also helps protect her, she said. Someone else suggested, once in a while I stay at a campground that has activities like cards, pool, movies, or craft nights. Invite someone new to your house. Invite someone in, someone else who might be lonely. I mean, that's one of the things is like, you know, like I said about reaching out to others. Think about, oh, is there somebody else in this campground who might also be lonely? Maybe I could reach out to them. Else suggested going to the local YMCA or YWCA and taking a water aerobics course or go to the library. Sometimes they have interesting events. Personally, I love to check out whenever I'm in a small town to see if there's any live music happening because that makes me happy. Um, you go to a local dive bar. Just don't tell everyone there that you are camping alone. Good advice. When I feel isolated, I go into town and listen and watch people go on about their lives. So that's another thing is like you don't even necessarily have to engage with those people. You can just go in there and just be a witness, hang out and listen and watch. Maybe sometimes going out in public and listening to watching to other people will make you realize how grateful you are to be alone. So anyway, to conclude, those are some of my thoughts around the loneliness of solo travel, how I deal with it, how some other people's other people deal with it. But I would love to hear from you if there's something in this episode that resonated with you or you have another idea of how you combat loneliness, go ahead and reach out to me. You can always reach out to me no matter what. My email is kathy at solowomenrv.com. So that's the episode for this week. I will be back again next week with an interview, but I did want to just kind of jump in this week and share. So I'd also love to hear your thoughts, how you enjoy these solo episodes, just kind of diving into a topic, sharing my thoughts about it, and then thoughts from other women in the community. Love to hear your thoughts about this style of episode. So go ahead and reach out to me again, Kathy at solowomenrv.com. Thanks for listening to the Solo Women RV podcast. Please join our email list over at solowomenrv.com to stay up to date on all things solo travel related. And if you like what you heard today, please consider becoming a podcast sponsor. Details can be found over at anchor.fm slash Kathy hyphen Belge. And if you know someone who would benefit from what we talked about today, please share this episode with them. Or leave us a review over on Apple or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It really helps and makes it easier for others to find us. The Solo Women RV podcast theme music is Field Station by Nicole Potolsky. And until next week, we'll see you out there on the road. <laughs>